Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. It's a warm, hearty, lacquer welcome to you, the listener out there. This is another exciting edition of the Man in the Van podcast. My name is Willem Klopper. I'll be your host. And in this episode, I welcome back two representatives of Proava, the Professional Roof Repair and Water, Waterproofing Association, as well as the Roofing Academy, respectively, to chat about new and exciting developments within these organizations and within the roofing industry. Now, we all know that many skilled trades are linked to each other and in some form or way, they impact and supplement each other. In many instances, they are actually interdependent on each other for that matter. So I welcome my two guests. I welcome uh, Janine De Meyer of Prava and uh, Celeste Smith of the Roofing Academy. Ladies, welcome to our studio. Thanks for joining me for your time and your effort and very welcome. Thank you for having us, Willem. Thank you, Willem. Thank you for having us. All right, so I've got a, quite a few. Um, this is I, I'm saying welcome back, especially to you, Janine, that you've been here in our studio a couple of times. We've had a couple of podcasts about the roofing industry and uh, specifically about Prava and the Roofing Academy. Um, so welcome back to you. I've got quite a few questions for both of you. Celeste, welcome. This is your first time. Um, so, But before I get into or delve into the questions that I have for each of you respectively, let's Quickly introduce your, yourself to the listener out there. Just just a quick introduction, uh, introduction to uh, Janine, if we can start with you. Hi, my name is Janine DeMeyer. I am the Chief Operations Officer of Prava. Prava is striving to become the leader in the waterproofing associations, minimum standards in the industry, um, in the future regulating bodies so that we can actually give the industry as well as the consumer the best possible service from our contractors. Mm-hmm. Celeste. Thank you for having me, Willem. Uh, my name is Celeste Smith. I am the ETQA manager of the Tray Roofing Academy. Um, ETQA stands for Education Quality Training Assurance. We ensure um, that learners get enrolled, registered, and certified. Aha. Uh-huh. Roofing, roof, the, the Roofing Academy. Aha. Academy. Uh-huh. Janine, just we, you, you very briefly recapped um, and introduced Prava, uh, the Professional Roofing and Waterproofing Association in South Africa. You very briefly told the listener out there now what it is, but let's just do a, a quick, a, a little bit more of an in-depth about when did, when was it established, and um, uh, you know what, what role does it play within the roofing industry? Okay, so Willem, Prava was established in September 2019, and it was established in view of the amount of conversations we had had with various different bodies um, and, and the banks, the insurances, this kind of thing, that they were complaining about the services that they were receiving from the contractors on their database. And when we had a look and we looked into the other associations and, and we looked at what they were doing for, for their members and this kind of thing, they, they actually became 
almost a, a body that was just there that took the the yearly subscriptions and they did nothing for the industry nor for the for the contractors that were members so obviously this has been a long road that we've walked over the past three years and we, we've had extensive meetings with different organizations bodies banks insurances etc 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 to get to the point where we are now that we have identified where we need to start standardizing the industry mm. and believe me we're not telling you that you have to use x y and z but we're saying you need to work within the boundaries of a to z mm. that you cannot work outside the boundaries in order for your client your customer the end user to get the service delivery that they need mm. so that's where we're coming in we're coming in as a body that actually cares we care about our members. We care about our consumers. We don't just want to take the, the annual subscription and forget about them. We want to upskill our members. We want to help them grow. We want to develop them. And we want to make our industry not good, not better, but great. Mm, exceeding expectations. Exceeding expectations. That's where we are. You know, we have a passion for our industry. Mm. And, and I believe a lot of our contractors also have a passion for what they do. Because, yeah. I mean, this is in your blood. This is in your blood. So let's do it the best way that we possibly can. But now we're here to help them get where they want to be. So if they have questions, if they have queries, we are the, that association that will answer, that will help, that will guide, that will develop, that we can all reach our full potential. Mm. Seeing to it that the, you know, the guys work according to the minimum requirements. Absolutely. You know, minimum standards or minimum requirements of standards, what they matter. But it's also about forming a community. If you, am I incorrect to say that? Forming a community of like-minded people, people who take pride in their trade, in what they do, in the industry. Now, I agree with you, Willem. You know what? There, there's a lot of houses out there. There's a lot of factories. There's a lot of businesses. There's, let me rather say, there's a lot of roofs out there. Mm. So there's enough roofs out there to accommodate all of the contractors in the industry. Mm. It does not have to be stab each other in the back to see who can get the business. If we're all out, do, out there doing what we're supposed to be doing, working according to a set of standards, there's enough business for everybody. Mm-hmm. So we need to develop this, 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 or get to this point that we are there for each other in our industry. That I know that there's X, Y, and Z specialized in a field, but I don't. Can I go to them for assistance? Mm-hmm. That is where we want to go. So we don't want them to be individuals. They're still gonna have the individual companies, but they have to know that they can think in this community way. Mm. That there is somebody out there, that there are other contractors, that there is a forum that they can raise their concerns, their comments, this kind of thing. It's about the upliftment of the industry as a whole. 100%. Yes, 100%. Just before we continue our conversation, I'd like for us to just take a quick ad break. And to our listeners out there, we will be right back right after this. Occupational health and safety is not only enforced through legislation, but also critical for the sustainability of society, our economy, and the environment. TMP Magazine offers you convenient and easy access to information about occupational health and safety, especially for the skilled trades industry, right at your fingertips. Stay healthy and stay safe by staying informed. TMP Magazine, available on App Plumber or at www.themasterplumber.co. Welcome to the Plumbing Industry Registration Board. How can I help you? Hi, I'm here to log in my COCs, but I seem to be having an issue with my computer. No problem, but did you know that you can log your COCs using an app on your cell phone? Oh, what app is that? It's called The App Plumber. Do you have a smartphone with you? Yes, I do. Oh well, let me show you how it works. Not only can you access your PRB profile on The App Plumber, But you can also earn CPD points while exploring the plumbing industry in the palm of your hand. Download the app from Google Play Store and join thousands of other happy users. 
So speaking of upliftment, obviously upliftment in, entails something like making sure that the people who work and deliver the services in the industry are properly trained and properly qualified for the specific work that they do. And I think that, if I'm not mistaken, that this is where the Roofing Academy comes into play. Is that correct, Celeste? Yes, that's correct, Willem. Obviously, um, the roofing industry is a critical and a scarce skill within South Africa. So what we do is we actually train up a guy to acquire um, 30% of theoretical and 70% of practical to be certified at the end of the day. Because most of our people are not qualified. They can do the job, but with no certification. Mm. And that's what we want to breach at the end of the day. Making sure, because from what Janine just said a little earlier in the conversation is that, you know, at the end of the day, it's about the consumer. Because every service that we deliver is delivered to a customer, to a consumer, people who make use of our services and the products that we install for them. And if we don't do our work correctly, regardless of what trade we're in, if we don't do our work correctly, it can pose risk to the consumer, whether that be financial risk, whether that be health risk or a safety risk for that matter, especially in the roofing industry and the waterproofing industry. I would say, you know, waterproofing, I would look at financial risk. <laughs> I mean, if, if there's a water leak in your roof, you know, your electrical stuff can, can, can make short and your house can catch fire, those kind of things, or ceilings can get damaged and, 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 and you know, your furniture can get damaged. Financial risk. Uh, let's look at, at, at health risks. You know, if there's damp constantly in the, in, the, in the ceilings or whatever, in your walls or whatever, because there's leaks in your roof, that's a health risk to the consumer. So, uh, you know, it's, it's good to hear that these organizations, these associations and, and organizations like the Roofing Academy, you know, are established with that perception in mind to say, let's make sure that the people who work in this industry are properly qualified. But now, all right, so there's, there's been some stuff happening, and especially with the, the Roofing Academy itself. L let's talk about, uh, I heard a bird's whistle say something about uh, a merger. Who is that merger with and why the merger? What, what, what does the Roofing Academy, or Provo for that matter, what, 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 is the in, what do you envision, uh, envisage for the industry with the merger. So, from from Provo's perspective, um, the merger is taking great strides because BMI Coverland has an immense footprint in this country. They have um, divisions, I think, in seven of the nine provinces, um, and and they're also in 40, 40 countries across the world. Mm -hmm. So they have a massive, big footprint, um, and and. I personally, as probably, I've had extensive conversations with the, with the MD of, of Coverland, and we've been talking about how to step forward, the, the, my body and his company, um, into the industry, how to make the industry better. And, and they 100% on board in, in bringing in the minimum standards um, and, and even getting the approved applicators on board with, with following the guidelines, following the rules, following this kind of thing. So, so in a lot of instances, it, yes, it's of a benefit for the industry, and it's also a benefit for the contractors out there. Mm. Um, 
and when it comes to the training, look, I'm, I'm not involved with the training, but I think even with the training, you know, they have got so much impact on so many contractors out there that they are now busy motivating why the contractors need to be qualified, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward. So I think I think that's one of the biggest one of the biggest advantages right now of the merger with BMI Coverland. Is it is it BMI Coverland or BMI Cloverland? Coverland, BMI Coverland. So so just to give you a little bit of a background that you understand better, BMI is the international company. Mm -hmm. Okay, the BMI section of the company do specific products like the Torchon, for example. And where the Coverland side comes in, Coverland specifically does the roof tiles. Mm. So so within the company, they cover a broad spectrum. So the BMI is the Torchon application and they cover a couple of other products, you know, some paints and that kind of thing. And the Coverland is specifically the roof tiles. So they both merge together. Together, and it now covers a, a full spear across the industry. It's, it's actually an interesting name, cover. I mean, the tiles is what covers the roof. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so yes, 100%. cover, coverland. Interesting name. What what is this merger uh, between Prava and the Roofing Academy? No, no, and no, no, no. no, no. Pra- Prava is is one hundred percent independent. Mm-hmm. Okay, Prava is independent. So the merger is between. Um, the Roofing Academy, which has now become the BMI Coverland Roofing Academy. Uh-huh. So so they are, as you know, the training provider in the industry, the only one to date in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, look, we know there's going to be more coming up in the future, but right now they are the only training academy in South Africa that offer the qualification. So so where Prava has come in with Coverland is to have more of the conversations about the, the people that they're dealing with. And they're also very passionate about bringing in minimum standards in the industry because mm. At the end of the day, whatever a contractor does affects their brand. Oh, for sure. You know, so if a contractor is going to come along and he's going to install their roof tiles, for example, and he's not doing it according to standards, and, and we know there's standards. We know there's, there's a way you've got to space, space your timbers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ultimately, the end user, the client, is going to go back to Coverland and say, your product failed. Exactly. So it's not always the product that failed. It could be bad workmanship. Yes. So this is where the synergy comes in, is that they want to ensure that whoever is installing their product is adequately trained and then governed by Prava. Uh-huh. So, so it works hand in hand. So that is where the tying comes with Prava and Coverland. So it's not that we have, that we're involved with the merger between them and the Roofing Academy, but they want to ensure that their applicators or their, their installers are vetted and that they are working according to an industry standard. Mm-hmm. So it's an integration. Mm-hmm. So is this now after the merger we we the term because I heard the term being used uh, calling it the new academy the new academy yeah it's a basically yes so Willem it's, it's the academy is still the existing academy the academy is still managed the way it was before it mm-hmm. still has the same managing body it still has the same function still has the same property but with the change comes in the name change has gone through they've now applied to see to also to have the name change mm-hmm. so it's now now officially BMI Coverland Roofing mm-hmm. Academy uh, before it was just Roofing Academy and then obviously with with new stakeholders who are equally passionate about the industry 100%. and the upliftment they are 100% yes mm-hmm. so what are the the medium and the long term plans after the merger and with this, uh, I won't, I won't call it the new academy anymore. But with the merger, what are the medium and long term plans? So obviously, the the medium and long term plans. Medium is obviously um, where we've at the moment are accredited with one qualification. Um, going forward, um, we'll articulate 
to two or three more qualifications. Since we've applied for two more um, qualifications in the long term, in the long run, um, we want to, to obviously have more than five to six qualifications. And from a skills development perspective, we want to get all these um, levy-paying companies involved to upskill all the people. Mm-hmm. Celeste, what are those three? What is the current qualification that you are aiming at and then the two ex- additional qualifications that you've applied for? So we're currently accredited for waterproof roofing. We applied for accreditation on community house building level two and we applied for roof erecting level three. Aha. Uh-huh. All right, so expanding the horizon there and giving the guys the option to to become qualified in a little bit more of a wider spectrum of, of you know within their own trade. I heard you use the word skills development, and I want to delve a little bit more into that. So, in a previous conversation that we had with a couple of representatives of of Prava and the Roofing Academy, we spoke about Triple B Double E and skills development, as well as what the benefits are for employers to invest in skills development. But would you mind to quickly recap uh, about that, just to remind the listener out there? Right. Obviously, we as South African companies, organizations that need to apply based on our triple BEE. Um, one of the priority elements is skills development. Mm. And most of our organizations are paying levies which they don't use to upskill the employed um, staff members. So this is what we actually want to do to tap in, get them involved in submitting workplace skills plans and get the people involved in skills development. Mm. Because that is, like you said, they're already paying some sort of funds that they have to put aside for skills development. Rebates that they can rebates. claim back on the All skills right. development perspective. Rebates. And and, and, it, and it holds benefits for the employer as such. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the thing is that you are a training provider within the roofing industry. And currently, uh, you mentioned, Janine, that you're the only training provider for that qualification. For that qualification. the roofing industry. And you're encouraging employers to say, listen, guys, come on. You, you can uh, claim those rebates and get, you know, income back, money back for investing in, in your, your own employees, in upskilling your own employees. Mm-hmm. So it's a double whammy. You know, it's <laughs> not mm-hmm. only can they claim back, you know, for Upskill. it, but they're also upskilling their own staff. They Absolutely. Are, they, they are improving their workforce. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the same time, they're also uplifting the industry within, within which they operate. Absolutely. Janine, let's have a look at, um, at what's been happening at Prava because, uh, you know, there are some, some things that we won't talk about just yet today, <laughs> but it is extremely exciting and I'm actually so sad that we're not going to talk about it. But please tell us the exciting news and, and what our listeners can look forward to uh, when it comes to Prava specifically. Well, Willem, yes, we're not talking about that one issue. We'll talk about that one in the new <laughs> the year. Most we'll have the all. most exciting. We've waited a long time, but we'll get there. So what we're busy doing at the moment is, and, and your plumbers will really understand where I'm coming to on this one, is because we are in the final stages of developing a COC, mm-hmm. a certificate of compliance in the roofing industry, which is um, 
it's going to be a bit more extensive. So it's going to be with anything that you do on the roof. Mm. It's also going to have sections for your non-compliances. So, so it's pretty much going to be the full spear of issuing a COC on a roof, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And we are very excited. So we're looking at launching this the end of January next year. And like I say, we're just busy with the final developments. Um, we've identified 18 contractors across South Africa right now because obviously they need to get their their professional designations. So Uh we have to start with that one. Provid now has two professional designations. The one is a certified one and the one is not certified. Obviously, the certified one will be the one that will issue the COCs. Uh Okay. Okay. Um, And like I said, Joburg, Cape Town, Durban, Pumalanga, Limpopo. All nine provinces. You name it. We're going to have, we're going to launch the COCs there. And we are excited and our members are excited because we've needed this for so long. Mm. You know, I have so many conversations with different entities, people that have bought houses, people thinking of buying houses, banks that have bonded a house that, <laughs> Willem, if you go and buy a house now, are you going to think of looking at your roof? No, you're not. Because mm. let's be honest, nobody really thinks about the roof until it starts raining. <laughs> you know? That's the only time people. I just need to tell the listeners out there that we are recording this episode in the heart of the heaviest rain that Gauteng <laughs> has ever had. So <laughs> Absolutely. So, so everybody now understands exactly what I'm saying. Because now those people whose roofs are leaking know that their roofs are leaking. So you walk blindly into a house. You love the house. It's amazing. It's stunning. You buy it Mm. until the rain comes. Mm. When the rain comes, you want to pull your hair out because now all of a sudden you have got buckets all over your house. You've got to catch the water. (laughs) And you've got brown stains all over your ceiling. 100%. And and maybe even your appliances are being damaged because of the rain. So now we are trying to eliminate that problem. Mm. Okay. So what will happen now is hopefully going into the future, and these are discussions that we've had. When when you purchase a new house, you're going to need a clearance certificate on your house before Mm. you can buy it, sell it, whatever case may be. So this is where these inspections are also going to come in. Mm. So Prava will then be able to issue a clearance certificate on the sale of a house or the purchase of a house on the condition of the house. So this is a very big thing, obviously, for the consumer. Mm. The person buying the house, because let's be honest, the guy that knows he knows his house roofs already, he's just trying to get rid of the problem. (laughs) Why would he tell? (laughs) So, So we're trying to solve the problem for the new owner. You know, because once you've bought it, that's it. It's now yeah, your no. problem. Yeah, it's your problem. Okay. And also the other thing is, and Willem, we've spoken about this before. I mean, the, we call them the Bucky Grade. The guy that just stops, buys a Bucky, picks up labor outside builders or wherever the case may be that really says he knows everything but actually knows nothing. And even the products that they're using, the products that they're using are not up to standard. Yeah. And they're going out and the consumers are using them because they're cheaper, obviously. Exactly. You know, we, we understand that this is a tough time. People don't have money, you know. But now we go out, and and again, the COCs are going to be voluntary. It's not mandatory. It's not law, mm. you know. So so I'm not I'm not going to say that you have to do it. It's going to be a voluntary thing. Mm. But I'm sure within time, the insurances and the banks are going to be demanding it as part of their their documents on the on their databases. And so are the consumers. And so are the consumers. The more the consumers become aware of it. The The more more they're they're going to demand it. 100%. So we're starting. We're starting small, but we're going big. (laughs) So talk to me about this in a year's time, and I'll tell you that we have climbed to the moon back already. I've got to reiterate what you said about the, you know, the Bucky Parades. It's it's always, you you have 
thousands and multiple people standing on the side of the road holding up a sign that says, I'm a constructor, I'm a roofer, I'm a tiler, I'm a this, I'm a plumber, I'm a whatever. And the fact is that 99.99% of those people are not qualified. They don't have the correct training and education, whether that be theoretical or practical. They don't use the correct materials for that matter because they don't know what the minimum requirements of the standards are. Therefore, the risk in using that people, those kind of people, is so much greater for the consumer at the end of the day. And that's, you know, that's why it's so important for industry bodies like yourself, for Prava, to come and create that awareness among the consumers to say, listen, in Afrikaans we've got a saying that says, goed koop koop is dier koop. And in in English it's like, uh, you know, cheap buy is a repeat buy. You know, you're going you're gonna to pay a cheap labor fee for the guy who says, I'm a roofer, I'm a waterproofer or whatever on the side of the road, is going to make a mess of it, and you're going to have to get a professional in to come and fix it and pay 10 times that amount. And you're going to be angry at yourself for not having used a professional in the first place. Somebody if I, if I can just qualified. add on to that, Willem, also, what happens a lot of time with the Bucky Brigades, look, I can't say all of them do bad work because some of them actually do good work. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, let, let's be honest. You yeah. know, so, so we can't put everybody under the same cloth. But what happens at the end of the day is that person does not have the capacity to honor a guarantee. Yeah. He doesn't have the financial backing. He doesn't, whatever the case may be, he does not have the capacity to honor a guarantee. So he comes and he does the application and now he's not trained. He's not qualified. So he's done, let's say he's done a 90% job. He hasn't done a 100% job, but that 10% causes problems. To get that guy to come and come and guarantee his guarantee, to actually come and fix, it's very difficult mm. because now he does not have the funds. Absolutely. And he does not have the capacity. He doesn't mm. have the people to be able to do it. Mm. So this is also where Prava comes in because when we vet our members, we go through that whole thing. So you've got to be workman's compensating. You've got to have public liability insurance. You've got to have a registered company. You've got to be vet registered. The full nine mm. yards. Mm. You know, because we want to know that if we are putting our name behind you as a contractor, that you are actually capable of performing to expectations. Yeah. And that that also offers some form of recourse for the consumer at the end of the day, knowing that there's an industry body that they can turn to if they are not satisfied, uh, if they've spoken, if there's a dispute with the the service provider and that dispute cannot be resolved between customer and service provider, there's always the industry body to turn to if it is a registered service provider. 100%. And what we also have is we have a, a... a separate body, or not a body, a separate company, an independent company that is our auditors that can go out and go and do inspections. So if there comes in complaints, we have those people that we can send out to go and do an inspection. And impartial, because they don't know the consumer, mm. they don't know the client. Mm. They don't know the contractor, so they're not taking anybody's side. Mm. They're going out there totally blind. They don't know what the circumstances are. They don't know what happened. So obviously they then get the documentation from us saying that this was the quotation, this is what was supposed to be done. So they're armed with that, and then they're and have a look at what was done oh. and then they give a totally 100% impartial report back mm-hmm. to us and that's COC just to get back to the COC quickly that's a form of self-certification to say that as a service provider the work that I've done and the materials that I've used um, they they comply with the minimum requirement um, that that the industry body is now putting together 100 percent yes and obviously that person would need to be qualified so mm. that is that is one of the bases for his designation awarding 
that's what I wanted to talk to you about now. It's be, uh, those designations that you've spoke about. You spoke about one is the certified and the other one is not the, is not certified yet. Okay, so the one that's not certified, my designation is roof repair and waterproofing applicator. That's mm-hmm. the first one. That you get awarded your designation based on the amount of years in the industry that you have. Uh-huh. Okay, so that obviously, yes, we want them to work towards their qualifications. We want them to do all these things, upskill themselves, but that's your baseline. If you have the experience in the industry, obviously, they've got to submit documentation, proof of what they're telling me. Okay, then we go to the certified roof repair and waterproofing applicator. This one, they need to have the qualification. They can specialize in fields. So, for example, they could have completed one unit standard at the academy for a tiled roof, for example. They would then only be allowed to sign off on a tiled roof. Mm. That's where the difference comes in. So according to what your qualifications are, according to your amount of years experience in the industry, that is when the qualification would be or the the designation would be awarded. They do have, the academy does have an RPL process. So we're not saying… Recognition of prior learning. 100%. I'm not saying to my members, come on board, but you first have to go and spend a year in the academy to get your qualification. I'm not doing that. I'm saying to them, my minimum qualification is this. Mm. If you want to operate in this sphere, I need you to contact whoever, whether it's this academy Mm. or any Mm. other academy that opens, and I want you to RPL Mm. according to what my minimum requires. Uh Uh-huh. And that is obviously done in a short time frame. Mm. You know, and it can be whatever. Like okay. I say, they can do specific unit standards. They can do all six of the roofing modules because that's how many there are. There's six roof modules. But that's awesome. I mean, because there are guys that have been operating in the industry for about for 30, some time, 30, 30 years, years or whatever. And they have years, all the knowledge, etc. So if there is a process for them to, to work according or get qualified according to their prior learning, what, what an awesome process. What an awesome initiative. But I want to get back to, you know, having listened to everything that we've discussed today, is, this is exciting for both consumer and the, the technicians, the, the operators, the installers out there. reason why I'm saying it's, you know, it's positive, it's exciting for them is, you know, for an industry to be sustainable, you, how can guys that are properly, properly trained, properly qualified within their trade, and who use the correct materials that are according to, or that do comply with the minimum requirements, how can they compete with the Bucky Parades, the, the guy who stands on the street corner and hold it, holds up the sign that says, I am a roofer or whatever the case. How can they compete if that guy charges X amount, which is so much lower than the person who uses the correct materials, who've gone through the certified. correct training and, and certified, etc., etc., knowing that he delivers the work according to the minimum. The, it cannot be sustainable unless those guys are sort of, if it's not regulated properly, if the industry is not. So that's why I'm saying it's, it's exciting for the guys who really know that they work according to I don't want to call it rules and regulations, the minimum requirements. Yeah. You know, also, Willem, I've got, or, or Prava's got a very aggressive, I won't call it marketing because it's not really marketing, but a very aggressive information sharing strategy. Uh-huh. So, so I've got fantastic platforms on Facebook, which is where the consumers see it, you know, mm. the general consumers see it. I've got a fantastic platform going on Instagram, on LinkedIn. My, the LinkedIn account is blowing up like you can't believe with the amount of stakeholders that are showing interest in Prava now, which is amazing because Facebook or whatever, my consumers, my end user is inquiring now according to what and like I said it's not selling them something it's just bringing them information Mm. use use this contractor Mm. 
use a contractor that belongs because he's been vetted. You can trust him. He's reliable. Mm. You know. So, so yes, the information is going out there. At the end of the day, that's how we keep a sustainable in- yeah. industry. The end user. The end user is the one that has to decide. I want a contractor that is qualified. I want a contractor that can honor his guarantees, mm. that works according to minimum standards. That's how we're going to do it. Yeah. All right. So we are drawing to a close of this specific episode, and we've said quite a bit. And I, I, I think we're leaving the listener, whether they be the consumer or whether they be the operators within the industry, I think we're leaving them quite, quite excited about whatever Prava and the Roofing Academy has to offer to them. So let's get to the contact details. Where can interested parties get hold of your respective organizations and associations? Okay. In order for the consumers to get hold of the Roofing Academy to inquire about training and any other questions they might have about the RPL process, whatever the case may be, they can email info at roofingacademy.co.za. The contact number is 011-760-2788. Or if they want to go and have a look at the training facility, just take a walk around and see what's on offer. It's at number 138 Albertina Sisulu Road, uh, Rudaput Manufacturer. Aha, aha. And then for the people that want to get hold of the association, for whatever reason it may be, phone me to find out if, if I have a contract in your area that you're looking for. Whatever the case may be, my contact number is 010-210-7315. Email inquiries, info at prava, which is P-R-A-W-A dot org dot Z-A. Dot org dot Z-A. Dot org, yes. We are a non-profit company. And then if they want to come and see me, pop in, come and have a look, come and have a chat with me it's number 379 on Decker's Road Florida Park very exciting indeed Janine uh, Celeste I want to thank the two of you again for having popped in and done this uh, episode with me Um, and to our listeners out there like I've said you know the the different industries the trade the skilled trades they overlap each other at some point they're going to overlap each other and impact each other hence we're having a conversation with the roofing industry there it's it's so awesome to find out and learn more about the different spheres of the skilled trades industries so once again thanks again to you to the two of you thank you so much for thank having you and we thanks. look forward to the next one absolutely <laughs> <laughs> to you the listener out there uh, we definitely hope that you have get gotten or received some valuable information from this episode we will definitely see you and chat to you again on the next one finally it's time to switch off this engine cheerio man in the van podcast your regular audio drive time companion 